is episode uh, 29. This is our leftovers episode. You can listen to us on uh, iTunes. Please subscribe. Listen to an episode. Write a review. And you can also get us on Stitcher, which is a, a free app for your uh, cell phone. And uh, you can listen to us uh, there as well on, on Stitcher. And uh, Sean's coming back <laughs> from the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, we took episode uh, leftovers from episode 16, 17 with Simon Rakoff, 18, 28, and 26 with Christina Walkinshaw, and uh, we just let those play and we uh, discuss them. And uh, let's go through our uh, Twitters and... Uh, well, I also want to say thanks to everybody who listened to the regular episodes and, and go back and put gravy on them and listen to the old episodes <laughs> again, make a new sandwich out of them. Right. And thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, now let's, uh, let's go through our Twitter handles. Uh, Sean, where can people find you? At Sugar Jam, S-U-G-A-J-A-M. And Scott? Scott McCrickard, S-C-O-T-T-M-C-C-R-I-C-K-A-R-D on Twitter. And uh, I am at Dave Martin World on Twitter and on the that's the name of my website. Okay, uh, thank you, and uh, here's episode 29. Enjoy. <laughs> guilty pleasures. It's the guilty pleasures podcast. TV dark food. With your hosts, Dave Martin, Sugar Jam, and Scott McCricker. Yeah, Daddy. The holidays are over and there's nothing but leftovers. And we've got a pile of leftover recordings from our past year of podcasting. Get out the gravy. Live from a mystery location in Toronto, Canada. As Sean gets uh, a, a beer. This, this is our relaxed episode. Where we're just uh, reminiscing about uh, shows gone by. Yeah, yeah. We try to make the, we try to make each show about an hour, and we do have to cut some stuff out. And uh, I've sort of developed a file called the leftovers file. And uh, I was actually going through some of the leftovers, and then uh, some of them actually are quite enjoyable. So tonight we're going to reheat some of those leftovers. And, uh, yeah, and and, uh, and 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 serve them up. So here's a quick clip from episode 16, which you could listen to uh, in its entirety, but you will not hear this piece of audio. This is from episode 16. It is the house party episode. I believe it was the house party episode, was it? Uh, So here, let's listen to that. All right. Yeah. But then, uh, then we could. I mean, we could well, get into stereotypes and stuff like that too. You know, Just, I'll tell you, it was interesting on the View when the View was interesting, because remember when Mel Gibson went on his did, racist did, Sherry, rant? did Sherry Shepard and Jenny McCarthy go both get fired from yes, the View? Yes, they did. Okay, and Bill Getty, the producer. Uh, so oh, what, why Bill Getty? I think they just it, it's, the show really was stinking at the end. Like okay. it's really bad now. But there, there, there was a time anyway when Mel Gibson <laughs> did his racist rant. Um, Whoopi Goldberg came to his defense on The View, and she often does this. She often chooses the side you wouldn't expect her to well, choose. Well, she was also the one that said Roman Polanski 
shouldn't have gotten charged because it wasn't rape. It was rape, rape or something exactly. like that. And, and had right. Ted Danson do blackface at right. the. Uh, but they both Friars agreed Dan. on the blackface. She's an NRA so. member. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg. And she pees her pants a little. <laughs> Let's not well, forget anyway, that part. But she's completely she, she awake when like, she does it. Joan Rivers was on. I remember this discussion. And, and Whoopi was like, I've seen him with my kids. When I was down and out, he helped me. And, uh, and Joan Rivers was like, anyone can like an individual. But he's a bigot, was basically what she was saying. Joan Rivers was saying that. Yeah. So, uh, so, but anyway. My- we, we, yeah, you can know people that are, can be nice to you. Like, generally, you know, like the other side of them, right? And if they have this other ugly side, there's that, that work happens too, right? So she's just saying, I know him as someone else. But people she don't care at that point. Well, I think Mel Gibson, I think he helps celebrities when they're down because I think he knows, he knew <laughs> one day I'm going to screw up and I'm going to need. Favors from from Jodie Foster and Whoopi Goldberg. And yeah, well, that's why <laughs> I'm put me nice. in a movie called The Beaver. <laughs> That'll save my career. No, I talked to a puppet. It'll be great. Well, yeah. I never even saw no, it. I talked to a puppet. It'll be great. I don't know how he talks. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a pretty hysterical movie to come out just as all of this, <laughs> like some guy getting over his fear of anxiety by talking through a puppet. But. Um, yeah. Oh, that kind of beaver. Okay, the right. Jeff Dunham story. Did I ever tell you my, my one story about going to the View? About no, how you uh, went to the View. I went to the View when I was in New York. You uh, did tell me this. It took us all these podcasts to find this out. <laughs> well, I, well I, I, I lined up outside for that show and never got in. Oh no! Well, <laughs> I was even sadder. I think that yeah, <laughs> it is sad. It, you're right. Why? Well, I, 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 I was denied by the View T-shirt. I think I got there and they just said okay, no more. And then they were like, okay, actually, we're going to be shooting another episode right afterwards. And you can line up here, get your ticket and your number. And so I waited there, and then we go in, and everyone has to go through a metal detector. And so these two women from the Midwest, you know, they're, they're oh, they're talking back and forth like they are. And um, and so while we're waiting to go through the metal detector, this guy and this woman, both of them were in wheelchairs, and they just whiz past uh, the entire line and the metal detector, and. Um, and then, so these two women look at the people in wheelchairs going past them, and then they look back at each other and go, lucky. And you're just sort of like, lucky? Really? Like, okay, they get to sit in the front row and don't have to go through the metal detectors on the view, and you can walk. Okay. I guess we have a bit, for, bit of a different idea of the word lucky. It's like, so what show do we did- want to talk about the WWF uh, story, Dave? Oh. Speaking of wheelchairs. Oh, yeah. That's not one of my proudest moments. Mark Andrade and I, I think, because... We had tickets to go to, or I won tickets somehow to the to Fan Expo where you, at the, for when WrestleMania was here. And I went with Jamila and Christine to one of them. And I just noticed that like everybody in a wheelchair would just get to zip right up to the front of the line. Which is kind of stupid because, hey, they're already sitting down. They don't need to stand in line, for fuck's sakes. And so, so the next day, uh, Mark Andrade and I go. And uh, I had this inflatable cast. I put it on one of my foot. Mark Andrade gets a wheelchair from somewhere. I'm not sure. And so we both go in, and we got to the front of the line, just immediately whipped whipped to the front. And so uh, Kevin Nash, this, like, seven-foot-two wrestler, uh, big, big guy, um, he asked me what happened to my foot. I'm like, oh, it happened to a football injury. You know, total lie on two levels because, I didn't break my foot that time, and I had never played football. And so he says, uh, so he says, like, oh, what happened to your foot? And so I, uh, and he, says, and he says, like, hey, all right, here, you want to know how to, uh, you want to know how to make your foot better? I'm like, oh, 
sure, Mr. Nash, tell me what to do. He says, well, what you want to do is uh, stick your entire foot into a woman's vagina and then rotate it back and forth slowly. Do that a couple of times and you'll be just fine. <laughs> and then so I'm just looking at him, just like completely stunned. And then I just look up at Mark and Mark Andrade is like this stunned look on his face. And then he just wheels me off. And I was just like, that's the weirdest, like... And it's it's it was like the kind of moment like social media was you know still around uh, but uh, not as big as it, as it is now but it's like like what kind of weird advice he doesn't know who he's talking to I could have immediately called up Tim TMZ and been like did right. you try it uh, <laughs> maybe he was right no I didn't well I mean it wasn't worth breaking my ankle and, and then hey let's see if Kevin Nash knows what he's talking about um, <laughs> he probably thought he was being funny yeah but the story reminds me of uh, I went to Wonderland once with my friend who had like a minor leg injury and we got one of the wheelchairs we're like yeah take a wheelchair and we pushed That's him your ride we got all to day. the front of the line all day long. Like there were three of us with him, and he wasn't even. He could have walked, right. right? But we figured out that day. Holy shit! If you so really, was, nothing you about walk, nothing about him said handicapped other than being in a wheelchair. Like he just didn't, in a wheelchair. He just got up slowly and he helped him to he, the he, ride. I don't even know if he had uh, a cat. He might have had a tensor. Bandage. But how, how did you play it up? Did you like have to help him into the ride? He was stuff? in a wheelchair. They don't ask questions if you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> no, because they would stop the, some people from going on and say like you would go in a separate entrance, right? You go to a separate entrance. So they, they would you stop. bypass the line. So they would stop people from going on that next turn for you, so you get on, the, right? Except for the top, uh, top Gun ride. They wouldn't... Or but all, not, yeah. no, sorry, there was some the ride. Bat? There was one ride they wouldn't let us <laughs> jump the line for. But I'm saying, all, all, I'm saying you stop, and then they say, okay, these guys are next. Yeah. And then you, would he hobble at all? He'd just walk right into the ride? No, no, like he was... <laughs> He'd roll up to the ride, and then... Oh, I, I actually can't remember. Okay. I think we might have helped him. See, we really might have played it up a little bit. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. I think we had to in order to make sure that... <laughs> he just you know, hops in the wheelchair. He would lean, <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, hold, lean on our shoulders yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, carry yeah. him over. Yeah, yeah, I think we did that, too. Well, what, right, but but yeah. did nobody ever inquired of, like, hey, isn't this going to bother your injury, yeah. being where's on your, a wild, violent ride? disability card? Also, don't those ride... I go to Wonderland, and I come out, and I swear to God, I have, like, brain hemorrhages. Like, I feel all dizzy and everything. You know, like the Top Gun ride, you've the, had a concussion. The, you that's know why. that crazy? That is a crazy ride. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like my brain has been rattled around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because they just found out that head banging is actually bad for your brain, right? Like, well, bad for you. Like, what do you mean head banging? Head, like, uh, just rocking heavy, out heavy too metal, hard. Rocking yeah. out. Like, oh, really okay, banging yeah. your head. Like, you know, quiet riot should be. I'll be arrested head. for. Yeah, yeah. Mental, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take mental health. I'm gonna take twisted sister to court. The, <laughs> that's right. But I mean, but like, well, also consider like who's really headbanging, and right. are they going to be contributing much? Not anymore, but that's coming around now. Have you ever people who like our our generation? Yeah, have have you I, ever party with headbangers? Maybe that's party? my problem. In oh. Calgary, they're called headbangers. I noticed when I moved here, they were called rockers. But in Calgary, they were called headbangers. Yeah, I was like, party with headbangers. Yeah, yeah. just really hardcore metal guys that just stand there and just constantly like with their long hair just go. Blah. Yeah, yeah. Like to never, Ozzy. I'm sure Pete Sedlacher is. is oh yeah, major headbanger. Some, some headbanging. Well, was, I went to a Judas Priest concert and there was a with uh, Darren Frost. And there were guys there. You could tell that like just they just crawled out of their base, Scarborough basement just to get to this concert and <laughs> painted on jeans, long hair, lots of uh, tie dye, uh, not tie dye, but acid wash jeans and, uh, and liquid paper on the jean jackets. There was yeah. priest. <laughs> I'm gonna paint this one up, man, for my girlfriend. You know the lead singer's gay. Shut up! Yeah. I'm in denial. <laughs> Guys like that always would have Queen posters as well. And yeah, I like, know. Yeah, how 
much gayer can you get than queen, really? That's really... Kiss, guys in makeup, you know? Yeah. Woo! I like the ladies. Are you sure? <laughs> well, especially Paul Stanley's... I mean, he, yeah. Paul Stanley does have a bit of the gay voice. Yeah. A bit, but I was in a lot. He has one of the show tunes. Uh, <laughs> well, when I saw uh, Paul Stanley do Phantom of the Opera, there's one part where he... I mean, he can sing fine. He sings great. But then any speaking moment was just like... Christine, come to the mirror. <laughs> and it's like it sounds like Richard Simmons belting it out. Of- there was a time when people would do prank sex phone calls or whatever. It was like I got a heavy breather on the phone. They're like, what were men doing back then? <gasps> Why would you call someone up and go? <gasps> Why would you do that? I think it was, I think it was very uncreative, creepy people. Yeah, I, I think just you were just like, breathing heavy. I think you were masturbating too. I think yeah, I think that's what hand it, in hand. Pardon I, the pun. I think that's what it implied that like you were jerking off. And that's what that's you know that's back in the eighties when people breathed heavily when they masturbated. <laughs> oh, that, he, he had was, asthma. Well, cause, cause it was sexy because the, the air was more pure back then, so it would just <laughs> it would it would contribute to your uh, your buzz. People smoked all the time. There was a lot of secondhand smoke. Everyone was having trouble breathing. Okay, that was uh, so. Okay, anyways, that was the um, that was the a little bit of a talk about uh, the. Well, I told my go into the view story. Yeah, and then you talked about. Um, Getting ahead of the line. Getting ahead of the line in yeah. Wonderland. It was because we worked at Ontario Place, and so we knew what the rules of a theme park were. And so we knew that when people came with a wheelchair, how we treated them. So we're like, why don't we go to Wonderland? You, with your, your, with your sprained ankle, will get in a horrible thing to do now when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but the lineups are ridiculous at we Wonderland. We should do a whole documentary, wheelchair, wheelchairing across the... <laughs> <laughs> All these theme parks, <laughs> wheelchair See across a, the USA, museums. Yeah, yeah. okay. The uh, um, we'll call it wheels in the uh, wheels in motion. Wheels. <laughs> I have a question before we move on to the next one. Okay, what are your actual favorite leftovers to eat? Oh shit! Well, uh, I think pa- well, I mean, pizza is always good. Pasta is always good. Um, Leftover pasta and pizza, yeah, those are good, easy to Chinese re-eat. food, chicken balls, chicken balls, Chinese yeah. food, cook, pizza. Uh, the next day is the best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chinese food heats up pretty well. I find uh, what I was thinking is that sort of open faced gravy sandwiches, where like after a big turkey dinner, oh, yeah, of course. Next day, you have a big piece of bread. You put the reheated uh, turkey on top of it, and then pour the rest of the gravy over it, oh. and then that that's good. That's a good. Uh, Leftovers. Well, but but I mean lasagna. But but I mean some things. If you reheat them, especially if you're reheating them in the microwave, they don't maintain that crunch. That is it's, what it's you like. It's never quite it. the same. But no. that's why you pour gravy over it. You pour, pour salt and fat over it, and then it it, it hides the, the the problems. The with disappointment. The meat. <laughs> yeah. You never have, never have really the old French fries. No. Oh, that's well, horrible. Yeah. If you or if you try to microwave them, they just become soggy and shit. Yeah. But the now uh, let's get on to. Seventeen. Oh, good. Seventeen. Episode seventeen was our stereotypes episode, and that was with Simon Rakoff, and it was on the day that he was releasing his CD. We recorded this one at the Dominion, and uh, we had to cut some of our darlings. Some of it, uh, yeah. Some of it had to. It's get hard s- to believe. Some of it had to get snipped out. So here's episode seventeen. Ironically, <laughs> a uh, Jewish guy. We had to snip some off the top. All right. Okay. <laughs> There we go. All right, sorry. Let's just right. play it. Sorry, I apologize. Here we, no, you, no you, you got your joke out. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm going to pull out. Anyway. 
His son is Jewish, so it's okay. Yeah. So. How does that make it up there? <laughs> I did it myself. Because he snipped. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't so mean-spirited or anything like that. No, he can no, do whatever no. the fuck he wants. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is a little clip from uh, some leftovers from the Simon Rakoff stereotype episode. Here we go. Recorded it actually here at the Dominion Pub. And so he's doing his uh, release and uh, get together shindig tonight at the Dominion Pub, and you can come down tonight. If, well, uh, no one's going to come. Listening but, but, no, how is anyone going to come down tonight? If they have a time this machine, Dave. Oh, okay. can be heard. Yeah, I know. Come, <laughs> hey, yo, podcasts are forever. As my girlfriend used to say, I'm a ruiner, and I ruined your thing. I didn't even know. No, no, it's, no. You realize that it might be a thing. Podcasts are forever. So if if, if whatever year you're listening, three thousand twenty-six, <laughs> time machines are a thing. Come back to twenty fourteen. And check July. out this yes. CD. <laughs> so Come here, by, have a beer with us. Here is me cutting open the crate. Let's of get the CDs. sound effects of that. Yeah, All right. Actually, if you come, this is great. If you come back in time and you watch the, uh, and then you can yeah. show up on this day to, for Simon's CD release. Just can you tell all three of us to try harder at everything? Oh, <laughs> if you're traveling through, if time. you're if you're going through time, please come I back and tell you us did to great. work harder. I had a good time actually. Well, thank you. Just, well, you're, I'm, I'm enjoying being here. I mean, and just, we just started. You're, one of, you're any, the first any, one. I think you enjoyed being here with us. One of our guests, Simon. I know that anytime you have to go, just put down the microphone and you can get out of and here. And the knife. And yeah. the knife. Listen. <laughs> hey, Simon. That's a right. horrible movie. Oh, which one? Which one? With knives. You're in. Although you, the butchering is immaculate. No, it's a, it's a deli counter. That's and the, the circumcision. Irony of it. You think it's all action. <laughs> Jews with knives, and it turns out they're just cutting smoked meat. And they're talking to each other a lot. They're, well, they're talking, they're just talking about this uh, Australian rapper whose name uh, I can't remember. But she's, she does rap, but she's doing it in like an uh, African-American uh, patois, kind of you know, sounding like a, a black rapper. And it, people are outraged about how she's, you know, it's like black Cultural appropriation, they call it. Yeah, that's a, I was just going to say John's that. new album? No, no. <laughs> but I said, but in that case, then I guess uh, Dan Hill should be a racist, too, because if people think he's a singing, like a, sounds like a black guy. Well, I never noticed. No. Dan a lot Hill of people. is black. Dan, Dan Hill? Dan Hill's black. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, I don't. Uh, Which Dan Hill? You get on the about? Google search. All right, I'm going to get on the Google search. This happened during. I remember. Make a bet. Yeah. Okay. One dollar. Well, what, what you? I mean, like in like the fifty. Uh, 50- well, snow. Anyone rapping that's not of the street or a certain thing, you know, is that racist? Is it? Well, Robin rapping about growing R&B? up on the street, perhaps you <laughs> might think so. But on the other hand, art is about expressing something you've thought about, or you know, you don't have to live your art necessarily. I don't think that's a requirement. Uh, well, no, but then I think it does take a certain shot at your credibility. Well, I mean, if Lady Gaga says, isn't wearing a meat fucking dress. If people dress care about credibility as part of it, as opposed to just what the quality of the work is, you know, I'm just saying. Some people may not care. Yeah, I just think. Well, I mean, we make assumptions when we. Well, I mean, we judge books by their covers all the time. Well, I mean, and like it, the it, million it, tiny pieces guy. It turns out it's not a true story. Yeah, but that but also at the same time, even with that guy who sort of he told he tried to pass a fictional Hill. story of, of him getting over that his drug addiction. No, 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 Dan no. Hill. this is Dan Hill. Guys, this are we, a, sometimes when we touch Dan Hill, not uh, professor of uh, no, no, Afro. No, no, he is, he is black. He, it's a, it's a uh, it's who's 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 who in Black Canada, <laughs> Dan Hill. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's black. No, it was Luciano Casimiri that told me this. Look at this picture of Dan Hill. Okay, hold on. You don't think that yes, that guy podcast is black? Yes, podcast listeners. No. 
That's Dan Hill. Okay. He's just he's as yeah, black. I've seen Dan he's as black Hill. as uh, uh, what's his name? Oh okay, he's, he's as black as uh, Cat Stevens. Mus- Cat Stevens. Thank you, Mustaf. Whatever his name Mustaf is. Mustaf Islam. Thank you. You're winning Jeopardy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't the, the point. To find this now because uh, okay, well, I think we're gonna. Well, I did find it, but yeah. it's he didn't believe the picture was Dan Hill. So this is a, a picture from Who's Who in Black Canada. Okay, it's taking Who's a while. Who in Black Canada. And he Canada. thinks that that is not Dan Hill, but well, show me. I can't. Dan see. Hill is a Juno and Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter. Yes. There he looks. There he looks like Denzel Washington for some reason. Um, over the <laughs> span of his thirty-five, yeah, yeah. That's it. Sean, we we don't. This is not going anywhere. Well, but he asked. He asked me. I did say Dan Hill. He said Dan Hill. I said because oh, I remember he said he said yeah, Dan Hill's during blue. moving sidewalks. We go, he's black, and he's like he wasn't black. I don't know why he's playing that, but anyway, he's black because his brother is also a part. Uh, anyway, you don't want. To talk well, no, about no, no, that I don't want to talk about. But <laughs> well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize. Well, no, well, you don't apologize whole, for being wrong. My whole theory was he sang a song for a movie, right? Called Streets of Fire, Streets of Fire, and he sang moving sidewalks, and people go went, well, "Who's this black no, singer?" That's Dan Hartman. Dan, yeah, there you go. a completely different person. There you go. I was wrong. And the video used black dancers. Right. So there was this confusion. Okay, there you go. Sorry, I apologize. There you go, Sean. The, Thank you. Uh, I apologize. Video, and I remember, no, it's good. It's and I remember seeing the video well, and saying, wow, Dan Hartman's an unusual name for a black guy. And then, of course, it turns out he's not a black guy. But it, is, is, is that... So like the, I was saying, it's like Dan Hartman. People people thought like I was saying from the beginning, but is that is is that uh, being judgmental at all on a on a on a racial level when someone says that's not necessarily a a common name for a, a black guy is a Dan, nope. Dan Hartman? It was a very Motowny sounding song, right? Yeah. And it had like this video with right. these young black Motown type yeah. guys and dancing. That's the I can dream. And there was guys. there was yeah. a whole yeah, there was a whole like I remember it was like a news segment saying. People were surprised that Dan Hartman was a, a white guy, not a black guy. That was whereas that I point. took it the other way, where I see the video and I go, "That's an odd name for a black guy." Right. <laughs> right. Took it and changed his name to Dan Hill. <laughs> Do you ever story of my life, baby? <laughs> so when I was a kid, I used to cut out the Spider-Man comics, the, the weekly series. Yeah. Oh wow. And I would put them in a book, right? Wow. Now, like my own comic book. And but it happened that when I did this, it was this long storyline where he wouldn't put on the Spider-Man costume. <laughs> but also, he had this really hot blonde girlfriend who was just a drawing. But I, I thought she yes. was so hot. Oh yeah, Betty Veronica. <laughs> Do you guys want to keep going? Because we could easily stop on okay, Scott on. saying that he wanted to fuck Miss Pac-Man. Okay. <laughs> Betty and Veronica. So we would play Can that. We just decide, Betty and Veronica. All right. Okay. Who would you rather fuck? Um, Both. Okay. I think well, it's I, Veronica. <laughs> Both of the end. Although, I don't, we just should correct. Do I have Although anything? It's like Pete's, Pete's wife always reminds me of uh, Pete's, what? Veronica. Pete's, uh, Pete's wife. Okay, I, Pete's swear, to, wife. I swear to God, you sounded, it sounded like you said Pizza Pizza's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Pizza's wife. Which, I want to be married to uh, <laughs> Miss Nuggets. <laughs> Pizza Pizza's wife is married to Pizza oh, Pizza. Yeah. Right? Mrs. Pizza. Pizza. That's how it would work out in the yeah. real world. But and her name is Pizza Pizza Smith. Pizza Pizza Smith Pizza. Smith Pizza Pizza? Well, I have to cut this all out anyway. No, this is gold, baby. <laughs> I did want to talk about... but if so Pizza want... Pizza married Pizza Nova, <laughs> what would they be? Pizza 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 Nova? <laughs> all right, well, I am... Uh... Still embarrassed. The legendary Dan Hill. Yeah, that was the Dan Hill thing. I was so uh, upset and and furious because Simon and I were talking about the twelve, the uh, the uh, thousand easy pieces uh, 
you know the guy that wrote the the book about right. this thing, and and then and you and Scott were talking about Dan Hill, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we were going to get off on a, on, a, on a. I thought we were going to go off on a, a, a smart, funny tangent about how important it is when someone's talking about their real life experiences, and uh, it doesn't matter if they're real or they're fake. And then then you guys launch back into with Dan Hill, and they're all just sort of like visual <laughs> gags about is, is he black or not, and. Is he? Anyway, well, we don't do uh, insightful that, uh, commentary, Dave. So I thought it. Well, it was what, just funny because I thought it that in the bud. He yeah. used Dan Hill as an example as a white person, and then I just happened to know. Oh, that's a funny example because I know that he's not. And uh, and then, but then when it all came around to actually, he met Dan Hartman. To me, it's well, Scott didn't classic. even know that. Scott. Well, once he, I would have corrected him with the Dan Hartman thing if once Scott said the movie Streets of Fire and it was <laughs> I Can Dream About You was the song. Right, right, that's right. Not, yeah, that's Dan Hartman. It was just fun. It's a funny it's tangent. Been, that was an example of a tangent triangle. Never which Dan we Hill. Used to, we used to do all or the time. a downward spiral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes when we touch though is a great song. Dan Hill, I got to say, which is the one that was in. Uh, it's a little creepy, actually. If you look at the words, well, so is that uh, Clay Aiken song. Uh, if I was invisible, <laughs> yeah. I would just watch you in my, in your room, wow. which is sort of like and stalker. every breath you take is a little creepy. Well, and uh, also, you know what? You know what's also creepy is that on on the Cosby Show, that Bill Cosby was a gynecologist that had his office in the basement. Oh well, that's not so. Now, now we all know what was going on with uh, Doctor Huxtable. So, uh, well, uh, but I just wanted to say also because I couldn't remember at the time what the fact was I was trying to say, which is that Dan Hill's brother wrote the Book of Negroes, which is much more well known now than it was at that time. I feel guilty. So I was doubly wrong. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> I was just, I was almost over it. Now I'm back into my depression. I feel guilty looking at the billboard for Book of Negroes for some reason. Well, I know exactly. It's a weird that. word to use. I don't well, know why they use it. But I mean, it, but, but, but I bet that I bet that they couldn't do that many series in the states. I bet that the, just the title of that would just get washed away. It would like they would say, "Let's we got to rename this." But isn't it written? It's taken from an actual book called the Book of Negroes, right? Yeah, I actually don't know the history right. of it. Well, other than the guy is Dan Hill's brother. That's what. And that's Dan all Hartman I... sings the theme song of the movie. <laughs> Uh, so the next, I love how it keeps coming back to the whole Dan Hill thing. We can't get rid of it. But we we clear the Dan Hill subject. Good, we're done. We, we figured out the Dan Hill conspiracy. We should have him as a guest. The um, now, what about Dan Hartman? Can we go back to that? No, I, Dave, sorry, Phil Hartman's brother. I don't know. What's okay. next, Dave? Okay, the next uh, episode that we uh, we uh, take a chunk from is uh, episode eighteen, which yes. was the "Take Good. This Job and Shove It" episode. And, Take um, this jaw, man! Shove it. Now I'm surprised that this didn't make it into the episode. Actually, now what, what, like we're going to listen to it now. The next clip that we're going to now, because I insist, is uh, from episode 18. This is take this from the Take This Job and Shove It album, or epi- <laughs> episode episode. Okay, here we go. Don't ever. I still. I did still drink fountain drinks for a long time, but I shouldn't have. I was saying a soda stream is probably not for you then. To see that syrup again might cause you. (laughs) They never. They never really uh, checked the number of. uh, You know the uh, the the pop syrup, the soda syrup. They never checked the number of boxes because when it would just get really busy, we would just take one box, replace it, and they chuck it. And uh, so then a friend of mine and I clued into this when we were both ushers that at that, uh, the pizza place next door, we could sell those boxes of syrup to them and, uh, and then sort of uh, make a little bit of scratch on the side. <laughs> 
Because they would never. <laughs> How much would they pay for a box of syrup? Well, first of all, when we came in, and because when we realized, oh, they never keep track, they never keep stock of how many boxes of Sprite and Diet Coke and all the other syrups are. So we'll just take one box. We'll just sell it. And then, uh, so uh, it was like uh, we, yeah, we walked in there, and was, and we're like, hey, how much do you pay for uh, these? Uh, and then uh, they were like, they said some, and then they were like, oh yeah, okay, well we'll sell them for you for like thirty five bucks. And they're like, how about all the pizza you want? We're like, no, no, we want some money for it. <laughs> but I never felt bad. You ever get steal a field? Uh, you ever so they watch you walk from across the street. <laughs> they didn't walk you from the theater. No, it'd be, it'd be literally a guy in an usher's uniform. Uh, myself or my friend Simon, we would be walking. We would walk out onto Young and St. Clair, walk about two doors down, go into the pizza place, and we'd walk in there with a big box of syrup. Did they know where you were getting it from? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Well, we're, there's we're 30 then. Uniform. They should have said, hey. You give me it uh, for nothing for pizza, or I tell the boss, and then yeah, yeah. Hey, th- yeah. Did you see? Um, <laughs> did you ever catch anyone having sex like, in the theater? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that happens time. a lot more than you would think it would. And why are we hearing well, this just now? That's be like, <laughs> hi, I'm Dave. Here's a story about me seeing I never, sex in the theater. I, I, I saw, That's what should I go. Saw, I, you know, uh, I could tell people we're having sex in the theater. I never interrupted them. Because I'd be like, come on. Too busy man. filming it. Yeah. I, I had two incidents. Did you film it? That's a better One, question. The, the dressing room was behind the screen because it used to be a theater, right? And uh, so when I, after, I was coming back from the screen and I looked up to the balcony and I just saw the back of a guy with his pants down and his ass and the woman's two feet up on the balcony and him going back and forth. <laughs> That's so weird. That and then so another time, how good was that movie? A couple went in and sat in the now. back row and then I went in and I, I only saw the guy with his arms stretched out. And I was like, hey, what happened to the woman? I would have seen her if she came up to go to the bathroom. That's right? odd. <laughs> and, then, and then I go back in a few minutes later, and she's back there with you know his arm around her. And then later on, I found all this Kleenex around there. Oh. <laughs> Why wouldn't she just spit it out on the floor? Good question. Yeah. And I asked my boss the same question. And he said, go clean the Go bathroom. clean it up. <laughs> hey, girls. Make some more popcorn. Get them. Get to put it on the yeah, stand on the ladder to put it in top. Oh yeah, that's um, my eighties <laughs> theater manager. I went to a uh, I, I had a, um, I only stayed for as long as it took to train me. I, I worked there for or I got trained for three days, and then uh, and then I got a better job. There's a montage of see of I'm just taking a ticket, ripping and, it, taking no, no, a ticket no. and ripping it. That's no. what you do. This wasn't at a movie theater. This was oh, I worked sorry. at an adult video store when there were still adult video stores around. <laughs> That's the worst place to work, I think. No. Well, you think, oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to be surrounded yeah. by porn. Yeah. And then after like maybe about <laughs> you know four hours, you're like, fuck, I'm surrounded by porn. <laughs> and I don't like weird this. perverts. Yeah, I know. Well, that, it's but, not like hot girls are walking through the door. Yeah, you know? but uh, no, but also, and then you you're know, watching Coming to America. At least has coming in the title. <laughs> I can do all the parts. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd be like the guys. They were like weird perverts. But then there were a lot of no, just normal guys. Where we were sort of like, yeah, that I look like I could be friends with that guy. That looks, guy looks They're just still as, weird perverts. Yeah, I don't care what they look like. Hey, I'm then, the guy working there. So then you, want, then, then you want to touch hands with them because like they're you know, all you see them is like. Fisting themselves. Well, it's not like they were jerking off in the car. You don't know. Maybe how in. how you don't know. Yeah, well, you don't know what anyone. How hardcore these guys are. <laughs> you don't know what any of the, anyone does when they're around the corner. It takes his whole will just to go into the store and get more porn to stop himself from. If, if maybe you, if once I leave this room, you have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Maybe, so. maybe it's better. This is all on the internet now. But then people just do it 
in their homes, in their bathrooms, or wherever they were. While driving. Nobody thinks about what porn's done for the environment, too. There's still, when there's, was the last time you bought a magazine or a DVD? It's all free. It's all on the internet. Yeah, that's there good. is still that's good. a couple of porn stores. There's uh, an, an adult store near <laughs> but where But it's I, not like an old-timey record store that you go it to. Is, I'm like, like, who is still nostalgia. going, yeah. who's still like, going hey, into the store and buying these DVDs for guys 1999? That are, that guys that are masturbating off the grid. They don't want to set up a <laughs> fucking internet thing. They don't want anyone to Masturbating off the grid. Listen, I gotta crank one. Uh, I gotta pull my pug. The government can't know about it. They don't it. want yeah. the NSA to know exactly what they're exactly. drinking. Exactly. Yeah. The they No don't... Stroking Association. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't. They don't put a GPS tracking device in a copy of Swank. Masturbating off the grid. I love a, that. In a copy of Swank, you know. And you Nobody knows. DVD with every issue. I love that guy. He still has a stack of magazines. Uh, did you guys ever work at a theme park? Yes, Wonderland. Oh right, I worked at Ontario Place, of course. Right, we've talked. You guys have you got good government money though. You got good pay there. Yeah, but most of the time we were just standing around in an empty place, staring at the lake, which I didn't mind. I don't mind just staring at the lake, honestly. <laughs> but the, there wasn't much. I remember one time we were all, you know, when you would walk along those bridges, those glassed-in bridges, and there was no one there, so we were. All, we're all hosts, so we're all standing around talking to each other, having a conversation. This guy walks up, and he's like, great, my government tax dollars hard at work. And I was like, oh, fuck. Dad. Fuck you, Dad. That's always, I always love that. Anytime that you could hear, yell yourself. Well, actually, I would never say this personally because I know it's such horseshit. But anytime that you, Why is I, that guy at a theme park having a fun day? Well, anyone, anytime that you can see someone yell out, Hey, I pay your salary. Yeah. And it was my taxes pay my your. Wait, you got? I I told that scam story that I had from uh, when I worked at a as an usher at a movie theater. Right. right. Oh, I love that story. We'd sell boxes of syrup to the uh, pizza place next door. Who knew? I I could use that box of syrup right now. I now have the soda be- stream. I don't know, but it, it took a lot to hook it up, and uh, well, no, you just pour, you just pour it into the, you just pour it into the into the the carbonated water, the soda stream. Right. You carbonate your water, then you pour your syrup in. So I wouldn't need to hook it up. It's like just have a open the spout, click and click, <laughs> click and click, bar up a pop. <laughs> so why did you cut that out? Was it because it was uh, we were talking about? Uh, you porn? know what? There's a very good chance that that might have actually ended up in. The, I can't believe that that did not end up in the episode because I did the masturbating off the grid joke. I think yeah, we're worried but, about getting uh, the the. the um, the time of they can sue you for stealing syrup from the theater. I think you're yeah. worried that way. Might still well, the statute knock, limitation, knock, 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 I think, the... actually has probably run out on me stealing syrup from the... Uh, but actually, I mentioned my friend Simon, and I also just mentioned him again now. And maybe I, maybe I was worried about that being in the episode and somehow them hunting us down. But I, is Famous Players even a, a movie company now? Do I don't they even know. A movie I don't chain? know. I don't know. I don't think so. There's they, Famous People Players, which I'm sure is different. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or also the... Uh, what was it that they, franch- they tried to franchise? It out into retards in the dark. Oh, <laughs> oh no! People players. <laughs> I, I used to I used to work for famous players too. I worked for famous players too. And yeah. then when I I remember one time I went to see a movie at famous players. They had advertised that a movie was playing, and I went and it wasn't there because they were having some war with the Toronto Star and they weren't putting ads in the paper. And so I actually went to the head office and demanded. Uh, Something. I, I demanded free tickets or something because they had misadvertised uh, this movie that I wanted to see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if you demanded something, it would something that would uh, you know revolve around tickets. 
Yeah. You couldn't just go there and I was I would like a, a ham sandwich or something yeah. like that. Was probably having something to relate to movies and you getting free stuff. It wasn't the best place to work for, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, but everyone yeah. actually, and all the movie actors just have now like uh, polo tennis shirts. And I remember when I worked there, you actually had a, a, a red bow tie. I had to wear a, a suit. Yes, a suit? Yeah, I had to wear a suit. What's Where a tennis shirt? I think you mean golf shirt, Dave. A golf shirt, sorry. I... And at <laughs> Ontario Place, in the summer, I had to wear a suit. In the in the summertime, walking around Ontario Place in this dark suit. Heavy polyester, probably. Yeah, yeah. It was so We'd all be sweating. I was yeah. like, why do they think this is what we should wear? Life is hard. Yeah, it sure is. But well, I, I think I think I'm going to start masturbating off the grid myself. That sounds like a good idea. I don't. I, I With can't. all this drones and the people watching me and the ISIS. Well, I told you that I I had a I had a bag of pornography for in like 2002, 2003 or something like that. Yeah. And I felt too guilty about throwing it out. And it's not like you can go to a value village and just be like, here it is. It was in a bag? It was in a bag. I left it in a ravine. Okay. For, For the kids, it's weird. Like, why not a box? That would fit better, wouldn't it? Like a bag. It would be sort of saggy. Well, it was in a bag because I was transporting it from one place to another. <laughs> and I was kind of worried about just leaving it in a bus station or something like that because then someone would be like, hey, man, you left your bag here. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't want it. And then now, nowadays, if someone doesn't, if someone leaves something somewhere and they don't want it, your, me, your mind immediately goes to, it's a bomb. Yeah, yeah. And then Can you imagine? A porno bomb? And your name would be on the front cover because it's a subscription to porn. No, I never subscribe. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Don't do that. The uh, the next clip that we're going to is... Uh, um, if we teach children anything in our podcast... One thing I noticed, though, we never actually have done a porno episode. Because we're scared. Like, we're why. afraid to do it. Because we know but too we much. But we talk about yeah. it all the time anyway. But uh, Yeah, well, no, usually it's... I it's, wish it's, I was a comic book guy, but I'm a, a porn... You know, doll. That's, that's embarrassing. Uh, now, actually, you know what... You should learn more computer stuff. Okay, we're going to jump to ta- uh, some leftover stuff from episode 28. Mm-hmm. And episode 28 was... New Year's episode. Oh, was that the New Year's episode? Okay, okay, I guess it was. Okay, this is some. Uh, this is a leftover piece of chunk from uh, a piece from of chunk. From last week. From... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Leftovers from episode 28. Pour some Strap into the time machine. Social, but this is a whole different thing. We can cut this out, part. But comedians once said, "I I love talking to other comedians, people in comedy. They get we get each other, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a commonality. There's a feeling of of community. But when I go and talk to other people, it's like I don't care about Dave and his you know deal with something like his contract at work. I want to talk about someone who did audition for something or what's going yeah, on community wise. Right. I don't care about Gary and his. Uh, I did a Xerox ad or a Xerox uh, deal, and we're getting more copier. Like I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I agree. I know what you're saying, but then I actually have problems with people. Some people in the comedy community. So yeah. I'll go to a party and they'll be there, and I'll be like, "Oh fuck, this guy." Or you know why? Now, is what, he now, here? what is what, now, what is it that you hate about those people though? Well, I I. Are, are they are they bragging about things that you wish that you were doing? No, I just have, I have personal history with them, where I I I've worked with them, and it didn't work out very well, and so I and then I can't stand them. So and I'm still mad about what happened. Right. So if uh, so, there's this one guy. 
And then I had to film a commercial with him. Oh. And that was even weirder, because then I had to spend the whole day with the guy in a room. Yeah, but, but and, okay, now does that one guy know that you have issues with oh, him? Oh, yeah, because he'll leave the party sometimes if I show up. Oh, really? Like, okay. He knows... There, there, there's not happiness between. No, because between it's really just one guy, and then this Martin other, Short. Uh, yeah, Martin Short. Fuck him. No, but actually, sometimes, like but, but sometimes you can have issues with people, and they have, and the other person is completely clueless no, that you still knows. have issues no, with them. So, because because yeah. then you might be walking around with this huge grudge that you hold against that person, and they think that everything's fine between the two of no, you, but no. you just ha- not happen. But no. you just don't aren't close anymore. No, no, he knows. He knows. It's a mutual thing. Yeah. But I mean, okay. I guess I guess New Year's resolution wise for me is just always like I would like to take better care of myself, be healthier, and just be an overall better guy to any woman that I'm in a relationship with, and that is can be broken down into many different uh, in ways. Um, but one thing I always want to uh, I always want to ask people is that uh, like when it actually comes to New Year's. Eve, uh, do you ever get aggravated in the expectations that people have for New Year's? Yes. At when did you have them, and when did you stop having big expectations for them? Well, it's anytime you put a lot of pressure on one day, and it's like you have to have fun on this day, right? Uh, then there's all this pressure, and it's right after Christmas where there was all this pressure already about buying gifts, and everyone has to be happy. And then right after that, you have to figure out how to be happy again. And it's, you know, how, like, is there a good party this year to go to? I don't know. So, so Jamila's like, well, where are we going for New Year's? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't. Right. The magic fairy didn't. Well, I, I, I like that clip because uh, Scott talks about how comedians relate to each other and stuff like that. So I thought that was good. I, I heard that again. Re- well, I guess that's what I heard it recently because this was pretty recent. Stand-ups but, are improvisers, though. That's the thing. Oh, both. The thing is people in, in sort of the uh, comedy, in, you know, I guess acting industry, I guess. maybe well, those, Mostly comics. Stand- I think it's mostly stand-up. Mostly stand-ups. Really. Yeah, I would agree with that. You get together and you're all of a sudden you're just sort of on the same wavelength and you're, you know, not riffing necessarily, but you're, you're riffing kind of things. And well, I, I think a lot of it depends on if if the job that you go to is something that you care about, and if it's uh, you know if it's just one of those sort of punch in punch out sort of jobs, then you probably don't give a shit about it. And so then, why would you want to hang around with those people and talk about a job that you don't care about? But if you're passionate towards comedy or music or cooking or whatever it is, and you're hanging out with other chefs, comedians, or musicians. You're talking about things that you're already passionate about, so then you can relate to that. You can't relate to, you know, other people that don't do those same things. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. That, that's the cats. That's weird. Uh, now, our last, uh, our last clip is from episode 26. Oh, it's over already. Well, trust me, it feels long enough. <laughs> that's what uh, she said. So. Okay, that doesn't. That's, that'll be on the leftovers. That part. Okay, all right. <laughs> the leftovers of the leftovers. <laughs> the leftovers of the leftovers. The third day yeah. leftovers. They're like, oh no, we yeah. should have thrown this out. Those parts are turning green. Let's throw those out. Are, are you ever surprised when something goes moldy in the fridge and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to save that one day. Not one day. I'm going to save that, and I'll eat it soon. I and get you, mad when the and then fruit eat. I bought gets moldy. That's I bought a bag of lemons, and I left them in the fridge, and they turn into, like, fucking little green furry uh, footballs. <laughs> wait, wait, you bought a whole bag of lemons? I buy one a lemon. <laughs> well, or three lemon- for a dollar, whatever they're at. 
These, lem- these lemons were cheap, and I thought, I'm going to round up these lemons. I'm going to make them into something nice. And then, and then I looked at... And then, and what, I looked lemonade? At the, uh, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to limit myself in my, my lemonade... Uh, Don't judge me with my lemons. My lemon experiences. But then I looked in the fridge, and then the whole bag turned into a bunch of, yeah, like furry footballs. Green furry footballs. Did you try it? Maybe you ran into something new. Yeah, then I, I trip out for a couple of days. I yeah, jump off the balcony. Try a lemon. <laughs> Furry lemons. You got to wait for them to get moldy, and then you ground them up. Yeah, and they're not ready yet. They ain't right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Episode 26. This is the final uh, leftover clip that we have. This is from our chit-chat with Christina Walkinshaw. We were talking a little bit about dating, and then, um, yeah, we go into some other... I think we talk about a little bit about game shows, too. Anyway, so this is our uh, final clip with Christina Walkinshaw from our online, offline dating episode. And um, here we go. Let's take a listen to this. May God be with you. The only thing I came up with was when he got dropped uh, by his PR firm and then his put on Facebook. I'm like, Wow. Uh, you know, no when idea. a PR firm says, I, <laughs> yeah. can't, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. can't. I can't even. I can't. I can't. I can't. The people who do this professionally go, I this can't is too much. Even. <laughs> There's no way to fix this problem. I just right. thought how quickly it was drywall. It was, it was a p- giant picture of him, and then it was like chip drywall. Well, that's right. what I hated yeah. about we CBC. We can't spin this anymore. Because I, 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 I really hate that when I went into CBC and saw all those giant pictures of everyone. Did they take that? I haven't been there since... Oh yeah, they, oh, they, they took him down, down immediately. They took it down immediately. Actually, it was uh, Luke Casimiri posted. He goes that well, that took that was quick. It was, was like it Tim Steve did the same thing too. And then yeah, Is same as like... uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the talk show. How quickly we forget. Steve Mike Chris? Buller. Mike oh, Buller show. Oh, as soon as he was canceled, they ripped oh. on his the, just all the walls that people had signed. That was so George Orwellian too. Oh when yeah. Mike Bullard left, and they just they completely whitewashed all the walls, so it was like all those signatures for eight years of a talk show, the longest talk show in Canadian history. That maybe it, it shouldn't have been, but I mean, it had its moments, and it, it could have been. Its time. I always felt like it could have been better, but it was on the air for that long, and uh, yeah, and they completely took down Mike's. Everything that had to do with Bullard Show was well, just shows completely you erased. Artists, artists don't CD, have the power. Sorry, I, I was... He was on CTV. I thought so. Were you in the States at that point? Yeah. yeah. So Bullard wasn't on CTV. Wait, no, for, what was he on first? He was on uh, Comedy Network, right? And then he went to CTV. I think he, he was jumped. on one season for the Comedy Network. Then he was on well, CTV the same for the longest anyway. time. The, part, the point is, they took him down he as soon the, as he was, was like, done. He, they, but it's like, it's like the same thing. Corporate owns the artist. The artist doesn't own the corporation. As soon as you're done with them... They can end you as That's the scary part about like signing contracts. But yeah. with social media, we do have more power now, so yeah. we use it. We have to use it. But we have to. Let's all swipe left. <laughs> Let's swipe left. <laughs> where do you where do you find the worst places that like to go? Like if you're just going on one date with a guy, what do you want it to be? McDonald's f- Playland. Honestly, <laughs> with I'll, a cam with video camera. Honestly, Meet you at the grimace. <laughs> I'm so fucking lazy. I would want, um, I would want that one day to be at the poorhouse because that's the closest <gasps> bar to my house. Poorhouse. Yeah. I still there all the time. Oh, I'm such a lazy asshole. Like sometimes, if someone do you have a lazy asshole? Me, I'm like, uh, it's how going right close? now. 
Like, I want it to be, like, close enough to my house so it's not, like... If it goes horribly wrong, right, it's not far to get home. But you don't uh, want... But but I it, want, yeah, but I want it to be, like, enough that, like, I could, like, get out of the date and, like, walk <laughs> home and not be, like, stalked. Yeah. No, but, but you don't want it to be this, like... Because I think a lot of guys sometimes feel, like, <laughs> pressure to put on these elaborate dates of just, like, we're going to yeah, go horseback what? riding, baby, and then we're what? going ziplining, and then we're going to make some pottery... And no, then the uh, we're gonna have a hot dates tub. Dates aren't an episode of the Bachelorette. I know, right? but but see that's the what gets. Show. But that's what gets into guys' heads. Before Bachelor, before Flavor Bachelor. of Love. What's this, that dating show called? Before the date. Before Blind date. Blind date. Yes. And the fifth wheel. And, and we're going to do bowling and, and then hang gliding. And uh, remember, and then both together at once. What what was that one? Bowling uh, and hang gliding. Change of heart. Look out remember below. that one? Change of heart rings a bell. Yeah, it was another sort of weird dating show. Was it like? Well, I remember How about the dating video. game? Change that was good. Heart. No, yeah, change your heart. Balls. Where you went on a date with like two people, here, but then here, you went. Oh, 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 sit back. No, wait. Change your heart. I remember. I remember. I remember. I'm, I'm getting it now. So you went on a date and you were with your significant other. Yeah. But then you also brought on another person on the date, and then you decided at the end of the date if you wanted to like stay with the person you were with or if you wanted to change your heart. I remember the show. <laughs> I got uh, it. I got it, guys. I got it. Uh, it, that was the show. It mu- that might have been the show. I remember the show now. Maybe the okay, I haven't even thought about that show until there was another show where they out. where they would bring on the two people that went on the date and they would watch footage of the date they had the night before. Yeah, and they would review the date and at the end of it, you know, the girl had to decide. She was already in a relationship and she had to decide whether she wanted to stay with the boyfriend she was with or have a change of heart. And so the guy that she just went out on the date with was there, and I think her boyfriend, and they were all together. Yeah. And it was just, I think it was just levels of making awkward relationship TV. Remember yeah. Flavor of Love? With Flavor Flav? I sure totally. Connection. Love Connection. You Chuck Woolery. Flavor Flav. Love Connection sucked too because he but, never. No, it didn't. It, it Chuck did. Woolery was in it. It did. And fuck Chuck Woolery. All you right. never actually got to see any. You couldn't put Love Connection on. Try to pitch Love Connection to to a network today, and people would be like, "Well, we want cameras on the dates." No, 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 no. The people are going to come on and describe their dates. <laughs> my fa- my favorite genre of those. It's true. Yeah. Dave just took us into a network meeting. Everybody. No, that's how it happened. Yeah. No, I, no, this is how they want it. Yeah, and and that's why I just. That's why I've never worked in TV. I just want to say Chuck Woolery out loud because I think he, well, he's not. He's very Republican. He's a game but, show host. No, he yeah, but he. All right, that was that. Yeah, I think we'll. I think all of us near the end of that in that last clip we were a little bit uh, intoxicated. Well, we were well, so drunk. First of all, I have to apologize. I'm all over that. Just not letting our guests speak. No wonder that was cut. I apologize. Oh. Yeah, I think we're into the cups. That one. That was an exciting one. That one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, we got a boo from the Sorry. audience. Sorry, all audience. right, we're doing something right. The, uh, okay. Well, that's uh, well. All right. Then we got we got the we got a boo from the audience. That happens. We should end on a boo if he seems appropriate for leftovers. <laughs> exactly. 